It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph. Yes, yours truly. <laughs> well, I always, and I mean literally, always have something to say, verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I'm for dang so ready. Let's do it. World, listeners, people. I have three top producers in the game. I have three guys that has produced, edited at least 75 shows. Been doing it at least a year. On one end, I got King K from the Drunken Nights, Brainstorm from DMST, and Q from Chopping It Up With Q and Talking 30 Radio. In Dallas. So, fellas, what's going on? What's happening, everybody? <laughs> what's good? What's good? Uh, hey, man, what's going on? It's your man Q. Uh, I guess I can be like the the static selector, uh, the black version <laughs> podcast here. I was wait- I was waiting for the nicknames from Q. You be throwing them nicknames out there. <laughs> I was just sitting back waiting. Like, what is Q gonna come up with today? Hey, man, this this is brainstorm. I, I feel like I'm on with royalty right now, man. I'm on, I'm on with, with, with three of the big dogs out there in the game right now. Oh, man, no, I appreciate it, we big man. dogs? <laughs> I don't think the drunken is big dogs yet. We're on our way, though. Yeah, We're man. on our way, though. Yes, sir. Up and coming in this mofo, man. But no, I definitely appreciate y'all yeah. taking time out of y'all's schedule, man. And, and for those listeners that do not know, I've done previous shows with these gentlemen. One from King K. Yeah, We Are Married, Volume 1. And the Drunken Nights, all three of those guys was on. And then I had Chopping It Up with Q. And then I had Brainstorming with Brainstorm. So, y'all check those episodes out. Uh, if you haven't heard them, man, all dope episodes. So, fellas, the biggest thing today, man, is, and I don't care how y'all answer them in order, however y'all want to do it. But for the listeners, how do you, what, what gives you the patience to produce and edit as many shows as you have? Uh, you can go first, Brian. So I'm going ahead. Uh, well, for me, it's just uh, just loving the fact that um, I'm doing the podcast. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing on my part. Uh, when you love doing it, it makes the editing part easier. Uh, and that's the, you know everything in a nutshell, right there. You know, just having a, a good love for what you do and enjoying the whole process. Um, that's what you know kind of gets me through it. For me, um, I hate doing doing the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't hey, I, I appreciate that. I, I, I know. I'm not either, but I mean, but it gets you through it. Yeah, uh, like I, I love engine and shit like that or whatever. But as far as like doing the show, every time I do it, I'm drunk because I do it right after we get done recording. <laughs> That's true. So, since I don't don't edit nothing out, it's it's a simple process for me. But I be drunk. I just be ready to go. I don't feel like sitting here doing this shit. But I know we got to get it out. <laughs> oh, so I do. It's kind of like how I like swimming, but you hate doing that shit in school. <laughs> I like that You gotta do what you gotta do man But hey But you know what I, And I brought you on man And thank you again King Cage Because It's people that don't even know How to even keep it consistent Or they putting too much Extra pressure on themselves When they don't have to So maybe your perspective Can maybe help Somebody in, in this podcast game To just say Hey just just do it Just get it out the way 
Oh, no, that's me. I'm very over analytical and I put way too much pressure on myself. I do that shit. I'm I'm a perfectionist when it comes to it and I don't never think it's right. Yeah, I agree. I've done that a few times. Oh yeah. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I used to do uh live streams because it kinda reduced the amount of editing you had to like like uh, my man said, I ain't like it. <laughs> I did it, but you know, I, I looked at it, it was like film. You, you didn't want to really go sit down and film, but you were like, Hey, I know I gotta own my craft and see what I can do better or you know, if I gotta remove some blemishes, but Hey, at first, I used to go live and just say, hey, Liam, I'm going to let it stick. <laughs> you know, I'm outrageous or mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll answer to it later. But, you know, Man, and that's that... the tricky part. Like like you were saying, if you go on live, because y'all know with our show, we do it live and we also drop the, you know, the regular audio version, too. So you kind of get two versions because like you were saying, when you live, I don't think people get that pressure of understanding that when you live, what you say is out there and it can't come back. Mm-hmm. Now, what we done, mm-hmm. we can video like in that moment in time in that instance it's out there so everything you say if you say it wrong or whatever they coming for you right then and there on the right on the spot good point, good good point. oh yeah it, uh doing a live video shit and having the audio did it hurt either one of your numbers either way it, yeah it hurt the audio uh, itself, so. yeah. um because there <laughs> there's there's a number of people that literally don't want to listen to the audio they like to watch us as we're doing it and they like that they can answer you know ask us questions as we're doing the show it's almost like they're on the show as we're doing it mm-hmm. uh so the audio is what went down we did see the numbers dropping the live thing works for us you know people enjoy it so we we keep giving it to the people every single week hey, we get talking 30 because you know it is live every monday from uh, 8 to 10 right. you know cst had to plug that but you know <laughs> no go right, ahead man plug everything right away. Got, man. that's yeah. dope and you know i can agree is that uh with is that that on demand a lot of people will listen more versus you know going back later to listen to the, the audio effect so it is one of those things like you have a call in line or a live chat people feel like they interact with it more and it's more fun at the time because you can like instead of hitting you up on twitter that'll sit you in there you can you know basically talk right there so yeah it is different i, I actually like enjoy that part like more that. though yeah see and that's and that's me speaking okay yeah. i don't I, i'm not like i'm on social media but a lot of it i'm using now just because i'm trying to promote the show you right. know and try mm-hmm. to grow in that way other than that, a lot of parts of it, you know, I can I can do without, you know. Uh, right. So that that's 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 why that live part helps out a lot of times too. Because they see I it. Wanna, I want us to tap into the visual part of it, but I want to do it differently. I want to make it make sense. Like for me, like even like um, brilliant idiots, uh, I came across them listening to a Breakfast Club interview, and then I ain't had time to like choose the next thing I wanted to do. So the next thing rolled in, and it was fucking brilliant idiots or whatever. And that's how I even learned about them having a podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I do, if I give you the same thing twice, something is going to take a hit. Yeah. So I need my visuals. Like for me, I'm trying to think of a way to make my visuals different content than my audio. So that way the visuals will still get some, get some numbers and the audio will still get numbers. And it'd be two different type of things, but the same thing. But you're getting something different from each one of them. Right. Good point. Yeah. That's a good point. See, and right, I, I, I kind of, I kind of took the idea that it's just, I don't really care how they get the show. I just want people to get it. So even if our the regular audio numbers kind of took a dip, I really don't care because it's like, I, I just want people to watch the show and see what we doing and be like, okay, yeah, this is dope. So I'm gonna tune in every single week and you know, and I'm gonna tell one of my friends to check it out or whatever. That's that's kind of the mentality I, I kind of took towards it, where you know, just just watch us somehow, just or listen somehow, however you want to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the and monetary you, game? Yeah, in the audio and visuals. Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. Both actually. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I hear people talk about the YouTube aspect all the time, and mm-hmm. people are winning on YouTube. I mean, you yeah. get the views and everything. People are winning. People are getting paid 
you know, based on the number of views and followers they have on, on YouTube. I mean, I, I know you can get it on audio, um, but I know for a fact there's a lot of people winning on YouTube these days. But my question is, long term though, will that will they still make the money? Because it might just be a phase or just a sensation, like oh man, this is you know hot at the moment. But three or four or five years down the road, it might not be relevant. Unlike audio, you can go back to playing something, you know, that we've said three or four or five years ago. And people are like yo, that's dope compared to a skit. That's true. I mean, that's the same thing, though, as, as working a regular damn job, though, shit. Because you could be making, doing your thing right now four or five years from now. The motherfucker fire you, square one. So it's just about what you're going to do in them four or five years. Facts. Right. <laughs> I agree with that. About, you know, yeah, you don't want it to get stale at any point. So, you, But then again, even with videos, some people do go back and watch old videos. Like, videos on there have been on there five years and say, oh, man, I remember this video. Let me go check it out. So mm-hmm. if you got good content, it's going to take care of itself. All right. Yeah, facts. Yep, yep, yep. Good point. Good point. Good and did y'all hear that shit about uh, SoundCloud probably shutting down? Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on that. Yeah, same here. Uh, trying to find a different avenue or whatever. The show still, you know, gets out on time and everything. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it ain't looking too good for SoundCloud. I don't think they're gonna let it yeah. go. I don't think so. They got too I many mean, subscribers and followers. Come in and it up. Yeah, somebody gonna grab it. Yeah, because I know <laughs> Spreaker is one that people use as far as a host of the show. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I use that. Yeah, you use Spreaker, right? Is it easy to use, Q? Yeah, I feel like it's easier, but I also think it's, um, in my opinion, I think it's also a little user-friendlier as well. Now, of course, you do have commercials if you are on YouTube, but you can also, if you have like a whole, you know, network or a bunch of people or different shows, you can actually separate them based on shows. SoundCloud, it was kind of just all together. You know, you can kind of make playlists, but most people never really went to the playlist on SoundCloud. They just go to, you know, what's available. Ain't that shit expensive, though? It's, it depends on what which one you get. So it's like you're looking at 20, 20 bucks if you get like when that's worth getting. Mm-hmm. Which is what? Is that yeah, unlimited storage? No. Un- see, that's the only thing. Unfortunately, they don't have unlimited storage. It's based on hours. So you'll get like 1,200 hours or something like that, which that's that's pretty a lot. You know, that's a lot of shows if you're only doing a, you know, hour, hour and a half podcast. So yeah, you have more than enough space. <laughs> but there is a point where you will run out of room or they only let you record up to three hours or whatever. Now, in order to get the unlimited stuff, now you're paying like a hundred bucks. And I'm, I'm not <laughs> That's what like I'm about that. to say. What's some other ones out there too, man? Uh, pot, was that Potometer? That's what? Potomatter or something pot, like that? Podbean. Podbean. Uh, uh, was it? One start with an L. I think it's... Lipsin. One that starts with an L. Like yeah. You have Lipsin. That's like one of the... That's the top one as well, and all those they'll give you a, give you a, a RSS URL. Yep, yep, yes, sir. Yes, and, and the big thing because like, I know that at some point we may have to switch over from SoundCloud. My big thing is going to be the transfer of the shows, like making sure that's yep. smooth. Because I don't, don't want to have to start over. You know, we've been doing this for a year and a half or whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't want to a year and a half plus. I don't want to have to sit there and go to a whole new space and it looks it looks like we're just starting over. Great shows that we've already done. We've already done sixty plus shows. Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think you should transfer the from the previous RSS feed. And for the listeners out there, you I know we're so. talking uh, technical, but uh, basically your feed is it, it keeps all your show information, so it can't transfer. But to King K's point, those other places they will not only pick up from the previous uh, SoundCloud RSS feed, but it, it also create a new one. So that's definitely That's good That's yeah, good to know Yeah yeah, absolutely Good point y'all yeah. And how do y'all Balance the yeah. personalities too man 
for 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 y'all squads for y'all group on this podcast game because I don't have that issue. So for Go me, ahead, I'm almost what? asking y'all because y'all do it on a consistent level. Me, it's just you know maybe me just me and another person, but you guys got three people, and that's including personalities, scheduling of the times for y'all record because each one of you guys got lives and other things to do. So how how does that work, mm-hmm. and how do y'all make it all work? Oh well, I mean one. I was lucky enough to actually get uh, ladies who were, you know, they're not too high maintenance. <laughs> like some people, I've worked with some people who are high maintenance and that, that was tragic. But I mean, <laughs> overall, it's like, I really created, <laughs> but I created that, uh, this fo- so they can just kind of let their personalities flourish. Like, if you're going to be extreme, hey, be extreme. We can, we can work with it. Because, uh, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, a lot of women don't get opportunities to really say what they want to say. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let y'all say it. Now I'm going to combat you. I'm, I'm going to throw some rebuttals out there so you better be ready but it's it's not that hard i think um working with my wife is the hardest part but not nah, i'm messing with she in another room that's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit i believe it hey i'm about to say that's a whole nother story man hey shout out to podcasting for being another outlet for the big homie but go ahead boo i do love you though but still i thought that uh, i think for me though like when we did um we did five rounds podcast um blue flame she described us to a T and she was just like, King K, you the one who set him up. Brother to the night knocks him down and Swoop just laughs. And, <laughs> okay. and she was right. And, and we can't keep that formula the uh, the same way doing the show or whatever. And for us, it's easier for us because we all went to high school together. We all mm. know each other's personalities and shit. So I could tell when Swoop or Brother to the Night got something to say. And so, like, I do a lot of hand gestures doing the show. Mm, so, I like so, that. Like, even when I guess, um, I tell them, like, when I'm doing this, that means you need to shut up. When I'm doing this, that means you need to come to the mic. Or when I'm doing this and doing that, we're getting too crowded. We're getting too loud. People are over-talking. So I do a lot of hand gestures during the show. So I like that, dog. I didn't know guys, that. See, I learn so, stuff I every day. The fuck okay. Up. Yeah, and and my story is kind of like the same as um as King K's, where it's it's I kind of just hit record and I'm kind of just letting Paco and Playboy kind of do their things or whatever. Uh, and anybody that's listening to our show, y'all know that Paco is Paco. And so uh, <laughs> shout out to Paco. That, that's a whole other job inside of another job. Y'all, anybody that's that that's known him that or that listen to the show knows that. So I just I just kind of hit record and um. And, and again, it's kind of the same story as King K. I mean, we've known each other since, you know, going back to damn near elementary school, basically. Um, so, you know, we can we bounce off each, off each other real good. And then, you know, you can you can do can tell when somebody got something to say or when somebody got more to say, you know, things like that. And uh, it makes the conversation flow a lot easier. I just sit back in the middle and just, you know, let it go. Just try to steer the conversation a little bit, you know, um, try to not let it lean too far one way to the left or to the right. You know, we just go from there. We just laugh all the time. I think that's the difference between us. So if that motherfucker going left, I'll be trying sometimes, but I could just feel like I'm going to have to let this dog go. It's going to drag me with it. So I just let that motherfucker go left. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you when y'all went left. But y'all had to uh, the stuff with uh, Usher the other week, man. That uh, show was hilarious, oh, man. man. I, I was like, how gone was Brother to the Night on that episode, man? <laughs> I don't know what. Look, we were saying, like, how did you get fucked up so fast? Like, he got fucked up fast. And we don't know what the hell he was talking about. I don't even know if he was. <laughs> That one was hilarious. I my office dying listening to that show. <laughs> and who said that somebody be putting on a tweet, man, be like, hey, if y'all listen to this show, make sure you don't do it at work. I think I've seen one of y'all t- uh, text or tweet something like that before. Because people be in their office yeah. busting out laughing, man. Have, yeah, have, I, I know we got a listener that she she actually follows the live feed now more so. 
but she used to hit us up in the beginning all the time and she'd be like i cannot listen to this in my office because i'm laughing too hard and people think i'm crazy <laughs> so That's shout crazy. out to y'all man what were you gonna say yeah. King K, though? i think all of us me swoop and b we ain't shit that's really what it boils to. We ain't shit, and when we get together, we just talk a bunch of ain't shit stuff. But it sounds like the shit, and people <laughs> like it, and so we just kind of go like with us. Our whole dynamic is let's act like there is no microphone. Let's right, just right. act like it's really just us chilling with these drinks. Yeah, that's it. And we talk about shit that we would yeah. talk about if the mic wouldn't hit. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And personally, that's that's what I honestly love about y'all show. You are very unapologetic the way y'all say y'all shit like y'all just y'all get on there y'all gonna talk now i think y'all know that y'all, if y'all say something that it may be taken in the wrong way and sometimes you might try to disclaimer it just a little bit but y'all y'all unapologetic as hell y'all just say what the yep. hell y'all gonna say i like that too that's why i listen to i enjoy doing that because uh, i mean people need to hear i feel like this you know there are a bunch of the opinions uh just because it, you don't like it don't mean it's not valid right correct speaking of <laughs> let me add to that q so you had tweeted something about a King K or somebody from the Drunken Ice responded with me, but I said you cannot please everybody. What what was that tweet about again? Help me out. I know you was talking about the little little Duvall oh, controversy. Man. So can can you elaborate on that for the yeah? Week? So uh, man, look. So I've been going. Okay, so yeah, I was having discussions like everybody was mad at the dude, and I was like, man, I think everybody's taking this way out of context. I said. They asked him a specific question. He answered the question specifically. It wasn't to say he about to go slaughter everybody. I mean, it didn't make sense. So that that's me the way I look. Stuff. I'm like, nah, that don't that don't make sense. So I'm a voice it. So I got into, I got into a little tr- uh, trouble on uh, you know, on the social media. It is what it is. You know, I'm still speaking my piece anyway. You know, I, I, that, that whole topic was a, was real amazing because we did a show on that uh, too, and, and it was just, and I, I didn't take Duval's comments to be completely literal or whatever. Uh, I just thought the backlash was a little crazy, but I. I in this day and age, I get it. I mean, it's it's you got to watch how you say stuff or whatever. I get it, but it does make you have to think too hard, you know. Now before you say things, like I said, that live mic is something different than than a recording. Yeah, you know. So yes. yeah, I do think I do think they um they just blew that shit way out the water. Um, which part are we talking about with Duval? Is it when he said that he had killed uh, the training? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, man. Yeah, that part right there, I probably would have been like, nah, you know, you can't. I took the Charlemagne approach, like, man, you can't do that, man. You yeah. can't say that shit. Yeah. Whatever. But the other part, man, that shit was hilarious. When he said that nigga doing this, not, not, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's what I'm saying. See, see, that part right there is funny as hell, but it's gonna piss everybody off, you know. So it's like, it's like, do you go for the joke? Do you go for the throat and, and, and say the funny ass comment, or do you sit there in your in your mind and be like, well, not nah, at my. So that's the balance you got to bring on the show, because because I think about that as I'm sitting there in the middle thinking about mm, the editing process. Okay. Think, sometimes some people shit they gonna say it how they gonna say it and i respect both sides but there's freedom of speech but there's also consequences that come with your freedom of speech do you yeah, think the world is becoming too soft or sensitive about certain subjects or topics yes i think so okay. to an extent the drunken nights get in trouble almost every week about gay shit and when i say gay shit i ain't saying like back in the day we'd be like that's gay i mean literal gay shit every time we say something about a homosexual just because right. we don't understand why a nigga won't fuck another nigga and a uh, uh, motherfucking dude wants to be a chick. I don't yeah. get it, and I get we get in shit because we don't understand. It. We trying to gain some understanding. We ask real ass questions, and they don't, they don't like the what fact. I guess the way that we ask the question, and we just yeah. us. I want to know why you like yeah. fucking that dude. Yeah. Hey man, I think people get to the <laughs> the situations where they don't want you to ask questions, but they don't want you to talk about it either. But it's like I got like one of my best friends. He is. I told him, man, look, you a cool dude, and you're great. I won't 
get rid of you as a friend. But you got to get these jokes, though. I mean, this is what it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely and I, understand. And I, and I don't think that part is understood that yeah like that that would be the same thing with me if one of my if one of my close friends told me they were gay or whatever it'd be the same thing like i wouldn't just own them as a friend you know just because but yeah you probably gonna get jokes because that's that's how our group is we joke and laugh with everybody about every single thing so you're gonna get some jokes you know so it's basically if you disagree yeah, I, with somebody I, I, i'll say this though I, go ahead. I, I, i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you finish that i'm gonna say this it i can understand why gay people may be upset about it though because they have had to hold this in had to you know it's a lot of insecurity and everything built around that it took to come out now you want to make fun of me about the shit you know what fuck you so I get it but in the same vein you gotta get some nuts unattended you know what I mean like (laughs) understand that if this is who you are and this is what you gonna do nigga have thick skin about that shit then be who you are and own that shit and be confident in it. If I make a joke about you, motherfucker, own that shit. Unless, unless I'm deliberately trying to offend you, because that's what I don't want to do. Yeah. And the reason mm-hmm. why I was going yeah, to add to that, joke off. yeah, I was just going to add right quick, fellas. Just like where we work at, we gotta have thick skin when we at work. And if, if we snapped off or or, or 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 took it the wrong way, either we won't have jobs or we'll constantly be getting our feelings hurt. Right. True. Yeah. People talk about us all the time. We, we, well, we've all... you tall, or or or, or 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 you know what I'm saying, or you gotta, you just gotta be careful on how people look at you because you know if I was sensitive, well, why they laughing at me? Why they why they get quiet when I come around? So I'm just saying whether you homosexual, whether whatever you are, but people, you if you if you sensitive, my point is if you sensitive, you're gonna always think. Somebody is talking about you And then when they do You're going to take it personal When it wasn't even about you Maybe it was somebody else So that's I just feel like Sometimes we overextend it And want to yeah. You know what I'm saying Get get a, a Find a way to, to To exploit something That's really Don't need to be I Man I look at it like this I can dig You can find a fence With everything I think we were talking about episode Talking 30 When they were um, You were talking about Should you get your phone To your wife Or something like that And I said Look in a text mess, everything can sound messed up. You can get a hello from a random person. You're like, what, what does hello mean? So I'm like, you can find <laughs> offense with anything if it's how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, oh, no. All right. So I just thought about this. So is it? Um, do you think to gay people, it's when a, a person makes a joke about them being gay? Is that the same as as black people if a white person made a joke about our oppression? Do you think that they feel that they would feel that same type of thing? Like, nigga, that shit ain't funny. Yeah, could be. Uh, if yeah, I had to know, choose, I would say yeah. I could, I could think that. Yeah, but yeah. I also started doing this too. I said I stopped getting offended by when somebody throw a black joke out there because I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just weird now. Like, I don't even really get offended too much by what anymore because i mean they're gonna say it regardless exactly and i'm like you people are gonna say what they want to say if it ain't true or if it don't hit home shit keep it moving man people say stuff all yeah. the time outside of work at work i yeah. mean your name i mean people got always got something to say man and i think that's just an ultimate test about your character and your personality we okay king k i'm gonna I'm shift this to you now and i'm gonna go down the line and ask each one of y'all a question so king k so somebody again my cousin somebody a, a male you know disrespect by calling you know, one of the girls a B, a bitch. Well, yeah, a B, a bitch. You can say it on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't trying. You know, you calling your family? No, that wasn't what I was trying to get at. But if that were to happen, how would you respond? 
Would you tell them to just snap off and break their neck, or how, how would how would you tell them to respond? I couldn't fully hear your question because you was breaking up. What I was saying was, if a, if a fella called one of one of your daughters a bitch, what would you tell them, and what would you expect them to respond? How would you expect them to respond? If a, if a nigga called my daughter a bitch, yeah. Um, at, at right now at the age that they are now, or when they fully grown and capable of defending themselves. Good question. Um, I would say when they're able to defend themselves, because right now we're having a mature conversation. So when when they when they're old enough, okay. So when they're older, and somebody calls them a bitch. I think I try. I'm a realist with my kids, so I think the first thing I'm gonna uh, say to her is, "Well, that ain't cool." But then I'm gonna ask, like, "Like, was you being a bitch?" Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, what right there. like, what were you doing at the time to make somebody call you a bitch? Mm-hmm. And um, if she if she was being a bitch, then I, I'm gonna have to tell her like, look, it's nobody can like just come straight out and call you that. But in the same vein, you have to watch your actions and the way that you portray yourself out here in the world. But you have to have some respect for that man because plenty of people are calling you bitches behind your back. Mm-hmm. And so you know, don't tolerate no bullshit. But when you get called a bitch. You tell the motherfucker you check them, but then you gotta check yourself too. And what you just said See, is what I was basically alluding to. So if anybody take offense or or get sensitive, like you said earlier, you gotta take ownership. So the next question, this is for Mo Lou Brainstorm. So they look at you and it's like, yo, dog, dog, how are you even a DJ? You whack. You've been doing this for how long? Like, man, you you just messing up, man. Like I don't ever want. You shouldn't ever do this again. How, how would you respond to that person? Well, shit, I don't even know. Oh, because uh, uh, shit, uh, one that generally don't happen. But uh, and usually it's usually it's going to be something within that other person. Um, what what I've learned in, in DJing or whatever is just you're not going to please everybody. Like period. You know, no matter how many people mm-hmm. is at the party or whatever, you're not always going to play the song that everybody at the party likes. You know, sometimes people get pissed off and they get offended because they want to hear a certain song. Like they might request a song. You know, you pay me to DJ. I know what I'm doing. Sit back and enjoy yourself. Uh, so. In that situation, I'm probably going to just look at it as being a person. It's probably something with them. Um, you know, um, I mean, look, I'm going to give 110% when I'm out there doing my thing. So chances are, like I said, sometimes I just think it's going to be with them. People think that just because they're at a party uh, that they got the right to to like, kind of choose what you're doing as a DJ. And it's like, I only listen to the person. Well, my first priority is to the person that's paying me to provide the kind of music that they ask me to provide for them. Mm-hmm. Everything else that I do is based off of, you know, everything else party wise people's reactions or whatever but my first loyalty lies to the person that pays me so that's that's really the first way that i'm always checking somebody like yo you you ain't signing this contract you ain't pay me so, again, so after that so again just like you just again alluding to what you were saying same thing for the overall topic you not gonna initially take offense to it right i'm gonna try not to yeah uh, it depends on if i, I would <laughs> King K, your beats suck, King K. No, you need to go I mean, throw that I mean, stuff I mean, away. Look, I mean, I mean, look, suck. look, you t- that's somebody telling you that that you that you're not good at what you do. So I'm not saying that you won't take it personally, but I'm saying I, I know my my attitude and my demeanor. Like once I start getting pissy or whatever, it changes. It changes. Like you, when you're trying to entertain somebody, your vibe has got to be right. right. And if I start letting somebody get to me in moment or whatever and start taking me out my groove, then I'm fucking up. So that's what I'm saying. I try. I, you have to try your best to not let that shit get to you or whatever. Yeah, like I said, you, you, ain't, you can't please a whole crowd. You, you cannot please a whole crowd. Yeah, at some point you're gonna play a song. Of, oh, I, that song whack. I don't even like us. But 
you know, 90, 98% of the other people here do like that song. So yep. you lose. Yep, yep. So thank you. And lastly for Q. Q, you got three shows, man, or four or five shows. How many shows you got trying to compete with Murph? Dog, you, you just need, you're getting watered down. <laughs> you just need to stop, man. You you, you, you should have just stick to one show. How would you respond to that? Uh, One, I'll say uh, thank you for always being an uh, avid listener. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> obviously you all of them. So, <laughs> but I'm being real. These are all no, situations like, oh, okay. and scenarios that I ask y'all can, if not happen, I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I'll be like, okay, that's what's up. I appreciate your uh, concern for me, but you know, I think I'm pretty good at it. But you know, I, hey, I appreciate your feedback. I look at it, hey man, all feedback can be positive if you look at it in a way. Mm-hmm. So, so again, you, know, you didn't take it to shit, offense. Uh, so I think I think the things that you're saying, I think it actually depends on the people that it's coming from. Okay, true. I think I okay. think it does depend on the people that is, especially like like if whenever my wife speaks anything negatively about me, I feel like shit. Like, I don't like this shit. I don't either. Yeah. Like, Stop don't picking on me. Whatever. Don't call me out on my bullshit, okay? <laughs> let me be great, you know? So, I think it depends on... That's real. Who, you know, that's, that's, funny. that's funny, though, because I'm the opposite. If my girl called me out on some shit or whatever, I take it to heart. Because it... it uh, I mean, I'm not saying you don't take it to heart, but it's like, it... it, it well, I guess I, I should take it back. I agree, because it stings a little bit more, because if she says it, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of unfiltered, you know, and she's probably mm-hmm. saying that to improve you as a person right, you know, yeah. uh, right. somebody Good on the job. street whatever could be saying something they could just be a hater like you, you don't look at your significant other or or the closest people to you 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 don't look at them as being like okay they're just trying to hate you know they probably said something that's gonna make you better or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah it does it do it do strike a little harder that's good yeah, point I mean, the person that's closest to you when they say later, something uh, yeah. at the moment oh, yeah. it's always defend oh, yeah. defend oh yeah but i agree man, but you but y'all know, man. All the women in your lives know how to push those buttons. Your mom can say something that'll break you down. You be like, "Damn, man, that shit, that's fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, random on the street, you be like, "Oh man, I ain't worried about you." So yeah, that's uh, I think, I think the only thing I could say is like, if she got on Facebook and was just like, "I knew from when you was a kid, you was gonna have a little dick." Like <laughs> 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 anything else, I don't think. Unless my mama told me she don't really love me. But other than that, I don't think it's too much that my mom can say that'll make me be like. Damn, but my old lady or my kids, man, I'm super sensitive to that shit. Like, y'all got to think I'm the greatest. And so anything less than that, I always take it personal. I feel that. I think that's I because of the effort. Fix it, but. Yeah, and I think that's because of the, the work you put towards your family. So it feel like as a man, if we put in that much time and effort, we want to be rewarded. We, we don't want to let you down because we know. I'm speaking for for us in this position to have families. We don't want to let you down because we know the sacrifices and the time we put in to make sure we do provide a roof over your head, making sure you got transportation and go back and forth and food to eat. So, yeah, I I will agree with you. But the average folk, when you're not really pushing, you know, yourself to to that level, yeah, it's kind of like whatever. But, yeah, for your wife, for your kids, because you know the sacrifices and the the, just the long hours you put in, you want to damn near be perfect. Yeah. yeah, see, that's why I tell. That's why I tell every dude, man. Hey, look, go in every relationship and give her the lowest expectations possible. You can only go up from there. <laughs> <laughs> like only fuck her for ten minutes for the first year. <laughs> give her that Lawrence. <laughs> give her the Lawrence hive on the couch. Right. Kiss her on the cheek and say, "See you later." That's Just go to the other room and leave that's my and leave my money that you still owe me. No, let me stop, man. That's a whole another story, but. <laughs> so I have a don't get yourself hey, I, in trouble fucking around with us, man. I, I, yeah, yeah, don't do that. 
it's, it's, <laughs> again, this is this is a show. I'm just speaking sarcastically in a lot of the stuff. And again, I'm okay. <laughs> trust me. So I have nothing to be concerned about. But this is part of entertainment and brainstorm. Then we talk about that. Yeah, this yeah, is entertainment. I mean, it, it, yeah, and I guess I guess that's I, I know I'll be feeling like I'm hijacking your show when I'm with you, Murph. But uh, I guess that's one question I would have for y'all. I think I asked you um, when I was on with you, uh, Murph. But like with King K and Q, like with y'all, how do y'all balance? So, you know, with y'all wives at home or what I do, y'all even worry about what y'all saying, you know, beforehand? Like, do you think about it before you do a recording or in the moment? Um, you want to go, Q, uh, or I can go? Yeah, yeah, I can go. I mean, I, um, I guess with, like, my wife, so she's real, one, I can say, you know, she's been real helpful because, she, you know, she helps balance everything at the house. So when I do decide to record, she kind of, you know, watches the little ones. But a lot of the stuff that I talk about on my show, I, I speak with her about, so I'm not worried about getting in trouble with her. Um, but... You know, it's just one of those things, like, a lot of stuff that I talk, I would talk to anybody about, so you mm-hmm. already kind of know how I feel, and I like to read a lot of stuff, because I like, I like things to be a little bit more organic, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's off the dome. I do have, like, you know, bullet points, but as far as my response to it, I kind of, like, fresh with it, and just try to look at all different, you know, perspectives of one subject. Yeah, um, for me, yeah, hell yeah, because I, I, we assholes on this show, not only do I have to watch what I'm saying, I need to watch what these motherfuckers gonna say. Right. <laughs> You know, and it's not it's not to the point where like like I ain't fucking around on no bullshit and they gonna spill the beans like it ain't no shit like that. But there are certain things that even in regular conversation with my old lady, I'm not gonna say this just because it may open up an old womb. It may mm. uh, since I know her, she may take this differently than what it was meant to be, or you know all of that shit. I'll tell you right now, I'm not gonna let no podcast go my home. You right. know what I mean? So, nah. hell yeah, I'm thinking about certain shit. I'm like, huh, yeah, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Because yeah, that, would right. that wouldn't be respectful to my old lady. Right. She checked me on a bunch of shit before. We had the, uh, uh, our, honor, our honorary drunken nitrous, Chrissy. Um, we used to always introduce us, Chrissy with the titties. Because she had big titties. Oh. And <laughs> I really wouldn't think of nothing. I was like, it's a great introduction for a chick with big titties. My wife wasn't gin for that shit though. She was like, "So if I came in, like, yeah, here go Daryl with the big bulge." <laughs> I like, I pop shit at you. I thought you got a flat stairs. So I had to be like, "All right, I get it. I understand." Like, all right, let me check myself a little bit because you are everybody already know conversations with your homie is different when um, your old lady is around and when uh, she ain't around. Of course, right? You know, so my old lady ain't never really around when we doing the shit. It's really just the fellas. Same yeah. with me. Same I with, mean, yeah, yes, my I, wife I downstairs, and I get to say what I want to say. And like you said, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be consistent with me and also show respect to my family and her. So that's why, I like, what I, the comment I just made, it was kind of thinking like, hey, if you just, you know, what I'm saying, end up sleeping with a chick, like you said, and then she leave, I said, hey, just leave the money on, you know, on on a nightstand or, or, or on the bed before you leave, or make sure you give me something and bring mm-hmm. it back. It's just, it's just yeah, something yeah. that we or I used to do. Or people used to do that I know that's single Or they have The capability of Having women to do things Like that for them So It's not me per se But it's just To just add to the conversation So Now if people want to think That's that me wife, Then that's That's uh, on them uh, My wife is Supportive of the show But she don't listen to it yeah. And that's And I actually yeah. respect her For not listening to it Cause she already <laughs> said I might hear some shit And You gonna have Hey when you come home nigga Dang! What happened to the drunken nights? Take nothing out of context or nothing. King K specifically said, "I want you to be you. Like I want, I don't want have to think about how I feel about this and I want you to be you and do your thing." So I respected that. Yeah, I I mean, 
that too. I, I feel that. And uh, go with Murph. So you're right. Um, don't get out here and be like Bobby V. Pay, pay your bills. Um, but you know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> right. But I mean, question is like I, I had my wife come on and talk about the one time I cheated. I had her come in and she, yeah, she spilled everything out there. But it was also the opportunity for her to talk about it as well. So, like wow. I said, there's a lot of stuff that I talk about that I've already discussed with her. Be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Mm. I might say, what? How do you think women will, will take that? And you know, so yeah. Did I mean, you know that she was gonna piece. bring up the cheating, or was that the sh- that's what the show was about? I, I think that was the sh- what the show was about. And because I tell people, I joke, I joke about it a lot. You know how it's hard to be faithful. But I'm like, I've only done it once. I've, I've done, <laughs> I remember that episode. <laughs> It's like this nigga is too comfortable talking about this shit. Right. Oh shit! Most of the times you want to like get past it and leave it in the past. Like, Hell yeah! Talk, yeah. Man, I thought but we were doing this. Happened, yeah, but it happened like years, like long time. We were just dating at the time, so that's why I was like, yeah, it was what six years ago. So, <laughs> but the average yeah, person might think that's why you did that. Why you was married? Like, oh, you cheat on your wife? Uh huh. Another married man cheating on his wife. I'm just saying what the first person typically would think. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell them no. Because that's bad for business. <laughs> and I, I, I want to get that's, you know what? Let me let me let me, let me add to that. So brainstorm or King KQ, I like that question. Keep asking questions because again, we all have different styles, and I think we can learn from each other. But that leads to this question, and I think we kind of talked about this even off offline. But when as we continue to grow, we are starting to get women and, and people of the opposite sex interested in us at that level. And I think mm-hmm. I, I think a few of us mm-hmm. talked about that. So, Q, how do you keep yourself calm, cool, and collected as your brand grow, as well as your followers grow, especially with the women? Uh, well, I mean, one, I, you know, I, I thank every follower there and uh, anyone who supports the show. But I do also look at it like I put it like this: when, when, I always say, once I got married, I'm not going to do anything that's going to be detrimental because, like I said, it. Um, that's bad for business and I ain't holding like that. So if I gotta give up half that, I'm gonna move back home with mama. So it's just <laughs> but it's just also one of those things where you gotta kinda you gotta be solid in your relationship as well. So I mean I already know I'm not gonna get out here and do this stuff. It's tempting, but, but I But you can I'm use you can use that like to your that, advantage but. though. I'm just playing bad cop right now. Not like I said, this is just for a question yeah. for maybe that male out there that's kinda in the middle. And then like I said, just kinda you can you, you can use that. You're cute. You you are brainstorm, you're a king cat. Yeah, I know. And uh, but see, I already told my wife the game anyway. I said, here's here's where guys are messing up. If they are out here on stuff, stop making them think that they're your girlfriend. Like you said, leave the money on the table. I appreciate your time, and uh, you don't need my number. <laughs> no, right. we can't hang. No, we don't need to talk. What are you talking about? <laughs> so you told them up right. front. I like that. that. I like that. I like that. Tell them up front. What you got, brainstorm? Oh man, you know what? One of my one of my models in life is the. Uh, uh, once you find your lane, you stay in your lane. I got blinders onto a lot of stuff, man. You know, it's I'm so focused on on the show trying to be good and the show trying to grow. And honestly, I I really don't focus on any other stuff that come with it. Um, I mean, and yeah, I mean, we've all seen an increase in our followers and things like that. You know, we get different people that interact, with, you know, obviously from the show. But um, I'm kind of just one track mind with it. Uh, I, I really, I really would hate something that I do to eat one derail anything i got going on in my personal life or two to fuck up something with the show yeah. i mean uh because i think we've all been in our in our podcast uh group long enough to see you know once personal shit spills out you know onto the social medias and stuff so i don't ever want to be in that position uh so i just i just put blinders on i said you get in your lane you stay in your lane you stick with it but brainstorm i love you facts brainstorm <laughs> 
hey. been, I've been trying to hey. reach out to you for hey. a month, two months. Hey, I appreciate. Like you said, I appreciate the listens. No, <laughs> uh, but hey, it's real hey, life it's, though. It's, it's, yeah. Nah, nah, man. Just, but that's about as far as it can go. Okay. I'd been like, I'm gonna tell my wife, bitch. <laughs> hey man, we just giving some some extra pointers for our listeners out there, man. Again, because we all uh, go ahead. I don't know. With me, man, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some bitches won't fuck, but I'm so adamant on my social media, on the show, and everything, saying that like I'm married. I've said and gone in the show. Yes, I've cheated on my wife before. I've learned my lesson from the shit right. and talked about that whole debacle. And I think that actually respect it the ones that i've come across or whatever or that follow me them random follows that you will see from like right. columbus this is some shit or then i'm like okay they had to link up with me from dmsc or some shit. right, mm-hmm. right. they ain't never they ain't never tried no shit or whatever because even though me and don't follow each other on no social media i like it like that that's smart yep that's yeah. smart same that here that's smart. Yep. That's smart that's real yeah we're not finna do that shit because bitches is messy i i I throw a bitch down invade a shaft if she hit my car some shit. <laughs> some shit that but, be true. Yeah, I don't fuck all that shit. But um I don't be having no bitches. They don't, they don't come to me. They don't try and fuck. They don't inbox me like they don't do shit. So huh. I don't I don't that ain't something I ever gotta worry about. And I don't know if it's just because I put out there that I'm married, I'm not fucking around. I talk a lot of shit, but that about it. But mm-hmm. you know, they don't come for me. But when I was doing when I was head rapping shit, oh nigga. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's like a stigma that if you are artists that you fuck a lot of bitches whether you got a girl or not because i tell bitches like nah i'm not i'm not, not with the shit so whatever they're like but the song you just did because i got a song called call me and then uh in the hook of the lyrics it's just like if your man ain't fucking you right he ain't doing like ain't no problem you could call me tonight <laughs> but it's really just a song and that's, I would get off stage. Entertainment. And, yes, it's just the song. It's entertainment. Continue. And they would be like, I heard the song. Yes. Here's my number. Like, nah, I'm cool. Like, my wife would kill me. Hey, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, <go."> exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So another question, man. So I know it's we was talking crazy. earlier, King K. I know you were saying how, you know, fifth rounds basically broke y'all down. Did y'all, and again, for everybody on, on, on the show, including Brainstorm and Q, do you guys have a role on your team, or was it discussed on who does what? No, um, like I, I think it just came up assumption. Like I came up with the idea of doing a podcast, so it was I was going to host it. I think that was just a an understanding that didn't need to be explained. Okay, but um, just let everybody do what they do. You know what I mean? Just it's not really a specific role. Like we cut each other off. When somebody's talking too much, I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, that's what we do outside of recording. Like, nigga, I'm trying to say something. Shut the fuck up. You know, so it's not really necessarily a role. Like, I don't like labels. I don't like being in boxes. I don't like there you go. I don't like the constrictions of it. I don't like we coming to shows, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And yeah. I kinda like it like that because yeah. I don't like feeling constrained and shit. Right. I don't like it. Right. Well, for us, for DMST, we don't we, we didn't we didn't set roles in the beginning either. I mean, we just kinda um, so just by hitting recording and hoping that you know our friends would listen to us at the very least, you know. So we didn't come in saying, "All right, Paco, you be wild and you be funny and this and then and Playboy, you sit over here and you just be smooth or whatever." You throw them dimples out there for the ladies or whatever. We didn't do none of that <laughs> shit. It was just, it was just, it, it was just we just sit back and we talk. So it's we all are our own 
three separate selves. And so you see it on the show all the time. I mean, and and it just works for us. I mean, you know, we say shit sometimes, we agree with a lot of stuff, and sometimes, you know, we gotta have it our own air, you know, because we we not agreeing or whatever. Um, and it just kinda is what it is. It somehow, some way between our three personalities, it all just kinda works out smooth. So yeah, but no roles, no, no nothing set in stone. Nice, nice, nice. What yeah, you got, Q? I mean, it's 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 basically the same over here. Um, we don't have specific roles. The only thing is, I guess you could say I'm just the host of it. That's about it, though. But other than that, uh, only thing we may do is I ask them, like, is there a specific segment you want to do or something that you want to introduce? Because I'm always open mm-hmm. to using something new to the show. But overall, I don't tell people, okay, uh, you have to be the wild one. Okay, you got to be the one that uh, the voice of reason. That's just, like I said, it's all organic conversation. So that's how we try to plan it. So basically, it seems like. I know King K say that they don't ever really like come in and saying this is what we we're gonna talk about. So you don't either you don't do that either, Q. Like you don't have your topic already going in. Cause I know for us, we we generally would kind of be like, all right, we might want to talk about these things or whatever. Like, you know, we'll talk about it maybe during the week. We may test a little bit, or sometimes we show up on Sunday and be like, all right, what are we gonna talk about? You know, whatever. But but we don't sit, we don't sit with like bullet points. Cause somebody asked me on Twitter a couple weeks ago, you know, she was like, uh, do y'all have a pre-show meeting and then y'all talk about this next? Cause I really enjoy y'all conversation. I'm like no, I'm like ten minutes before the show. It's like, hey, let's talk about this. And we like, all right, and we just hit record and we went. Mm-hmm. So it's not like y'all kind of do the same thing too, where y'all don't really not like a scripted thing. And I think people get that twisted sometimes. They think that we really sit here with these whole all these uh, hundred talking points or something like that. It's like, no, we just literally sitting here talking. This is where to sit with us at any point in time. These are the conversations you would hear, mm-hmm. and this is how we would be acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of that has so, to do so with y'all chemistry. We do have some moments like. Like with the whole shit that last week, it was hard to like not talk about fucking Usher and Cat and uh oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Kelly. Like it was hard not to fucking talk about that shit. Right. But like for us, we try and figure out a way. Like we gonna talk about it. We gonna be real about it. But there is some humor in all of this shit. And, and the whole time we was doing the show, I'm like, if any one of our listeners has herpes, this is a bad week for them. Like. Right. <laughs> They having a bad week But I'm like we're gonna find some humor in this shit So I have a question for y'all oh, yeah. like, like when you When we when are coming up with some of the things Like man we should talk about this on the show How do you decide Because so, A lot of shit we say we're gonna talk about We don't end up talking about It's like it's not show worthy So how do y'all come up with like all right we'll give it five minutes but it ain't a whole show worth it how do y'all decide how long you gonna talk about it i will i think uh at first i need to get back into doing it but like on talking 30 i create an outline for the show so we'll you know each each person's segments kind of like okay this, this is what we're gonna talk this is the subject but I, and it's a little bit different for talking since it's radio you kind of have to be a little bit more formatted than with your podcast so mm, so okay. right have to say okay this is this segment is going to be x amount of time then we're going to have our break and then we'll introduce this at this point we'll do our shout outs here you know so on and so forth so it's different now, as far as the podcast i used to make an outline but it was really only just to so i remember what we were talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> because That's true. so much so because you know you may say oh man we got to talk about this and it's monday and you know we record sunday uh or saturday and you like damn what are we supposed to do again so i write that's the only reason i i write it down so i can remember <laughs> but um I guess it's just one of those things like when you when you feel it's getting a little dry, that's when you kind of say, okay, you know, we're going to go ahead and switch gears and jump mm-hmm. into this subject. So that's just kind of knowing the chemistry of the team, I believe. Yeah, that's basically how, how I am too. It's like when, when a topic feel like we just dragging it on, that's when it's time to move. Uh, it's just because I don't, 
sometimes I'll have a pad next to me, like if I'm doing a show, and I'll do it a lot of times if we got a guest. If I know it's a couple of things I absolutely want to ask a guest, I'd be interviewing them for something. But, um, but, or sometimes I'll keep it there just because somebody has say something and, I, and we're trying to, you know, we try to work really hard at not cutting people off. And so sometimes I'll think about something I really want to say. And then since, you know, since we sipping during our show, sometimes you'll forget these. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll jot something down real quick, but just so I can remember to back to it but um but it's just it's just a conversation sometimes we might have maybe three things we want to hit but again with us being live or um, doing the live show it's the fact that sometimes people are just talking and the conversation is going so well mm-hmm. and it's flowing and we're seeing good comments and we're you know answering comments or whatever that we may stay on a topic longer just because it is what it is and then also once they once these guys get going sometimes they will go to the left a little bit more and you got to let it go because the yep. conversation is too good yep you didn't go yeah. so so yeah. so it's just that when you're sitting in there and you're trying to guide um, conversation a little bit, you just got to have that feel for it, you know, because sometimes, you know, they get going and, you know I mean, and, and I mean, you, you don't know what people are going to say and you don't know what direction, like, I keep saying it, but like with Paco, Paco can say something that'll throw you completely off <laughs> and then you got, you got to roll with it and, and even Playboy, Playboy, you know, you know, Playboy drops gems, you know, and I think, I think that goes unappreciated a lot of times, uh, but he really do gems on the show sometimes, you just got to gotta know your people that you're sitting with and um, and give them that space to do it and i'm gonna add to that too man king k and for the uh fellas too, brainstorm and cue that every show that i've done at least one or two topics i usually don't hit on it was kind of on my radar to talk about yes. but like you said as the conversation go you just hey just save it for the next time if possible if not just hey it just didn't make the show that's every right. show yeah. at least one or two things that i had thought that we should talk about but once Somebody say something and that conversation go left or right and you know, then you just you keep it going. So Right. Have y'all had the moments to where like the show is damn near over, like twenty to twenty five minutes in, but you gotta get the people more so you you kinda like yeah. Kinda yeah. figure out <laughs> I was just about to ask going. y'all like I was just about to ask y'all like like have y'all ever got to the point like or even at the end of a show, uh when you just be like, you know what? This just that good this week. Like, do you ever feel like that sometimes? Because yeah. I, I know we get up sometimes. And we, we get up and we clap hands as soon as we done. Like, yo, that was a bomb ass show. You know, we and then sometimes I get up. I'm like, Ugh, I don't really know about that. No. Yeah. 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 Yes, we sir. All there, man. And like, and like saying, it could be twenty minutes in. You be like, all right, this one we not feeling it. But sometimes we'd have been twenty minutes in, and then twenty minutes later, at about the forty five minute mark or so, we hit our stride, yeah. and then we just boom for the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So do y'all set a time I, I, limit? I or do y'all be like, you know what? We just gonna end when the conversation is over. Yeah, I, I try to. Our show usually right now after is probably about an hour and fifteen minutes because I usually say usually at about an hour in <laughs> and your drink set in and then we start getting too silly and it's trying to it's probably time to end. So we try to do it about an hour fifteen. I try, Same thing to, with you, I try to keep it about. Yeah, I try to keep it at max. But there's been times where I remember one time a show where it was just that good and I looked up I said, oh oh shit, we at hour thirty. Uh, I need to hurry to close this. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. I've done two hour show before. Yeah, it goes like yeah, that. yeah. We done that shit too. I don't think nobody gonna sit down and listen to two hours of us talking at the same time. I'll be thinking like, if the shit's good, then yeah. you're not even gonna pay attention because most time when I listen to podcasts is when I'm out of town because that mm-hmm. shit gets me through. I get like the conversation be going. I'm where I need to be at before I even know it. Mm-hmm. Right. So shout out to y'all for yeah, producing shows. I'm- Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh well, we appreciate it. You know, yeah. yeah I'm uh, nigga. I'm the only one who using one mic with three motherfuckers. We got one mic. All yeah, I need is that's, one that's a, mic. That's a setup. Yeah. yeah. 
and that was I, that's what I said before on the previous shows. That was the cool thing about the mashup when we were in Columbus when we saw y'all got to do you know when y'all recorded y'all show. Just seeing the process that other people go through record, you learn a lot. Yeah, you know, you learn something different. You know. Yeah. And I'm gonna be hey. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be leaning to y'all too. You know, we were talking before the show like with the Skype thing. You know, in the video I mean, and the phone calls. I'm gonna be leaning on y'all because that's something that we could add to our show. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no doubt. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. I mean. I guess that's one of the things. I forgot to have a question out there. How do y'all feel about helping other podcasters become better? Like, do you feel that it's um, so competitive that you're not willing to really lend a hand to anyone else? Or do you feel like there's enough for everybody out here that if we work together, we all can be good? Hmm. Uh, um, me personally, I'm I'm down to help any motherfucker that can that need my help. As long as I'm cool with you. Like, I don't. I, I will say, like a random motherfucker couldn't just come up and ask me for five dollars, you know? Right. It's just, hey man, you got five dollars? Let me get five dollars. Yep. No, nigga, I don't <laughs> fucking know you. Right. You know. So if if it's some people that's in my circle and they've supported, they've been listening to the show and shit, and they like, hey, I digs that shit. How did you do it? Then yeah, I'm down to help. But if I know you like that, and it is on, it's gonna all depend on your approach to me, because. The way you approach me, I'm already. I don't trust you already. Maybe it's because I'm from Gary, Indiana. From the G, uh, nigga. I don't trust. <laughs> shout, so, shout out to Gary. Yes, sir. <laughs> so when the motherfucker comes to me, look. Here's one thing. I like helping people. I actually really love helping people. But that's one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast, and that's one of the reasons most of our shit is about relationship shit because that's a that's a niche that'll never die. Yeah. Uh, I really like helping people, but I really like being appreciated as well. You know. So if if I know this motherfucker is only coming to me really to steal from me, mm-hmm. I want to know everything that you know so that I could tell other people that I did it myself. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> and that's and that's the tough part trying trying to figure out you know people's intentions. You know, when true. Exactly. Good because good point. So all of us here, we don't all put in a lot of work into trying to figure this out or whatever. I mean, I, I mean, I, I speak for myself where I didn't I don't have a background in doing anything you know audio wise or whatever. So anything to learn. I've learned through trial and error, you know, right. uh, you know, put out a show that didn't sound that great or something like that. You know, it's all been trial and error. So it's, it's hard to, I mean, I'm, I, I would love to help people too. And if people do come to me, I will help them, but you do kind of side eye some people like King K was saying, if you really don't know them because, because we person to this and there's a lot of hours every single week. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we record on Sunday, you know, we, we got the whole video thing going on. And then by the time Monday comes, it's got to all be cleaned up and be edited or whatever. So it can go out on Tuesday morning. I mean, that's time away from every other thing I could be doing in my life. You know, so for me to just completely hand you the blueprint to say, well, you do these things, you'll be good to go, or whatever. Uh, I, I just, I can't do that if I'm not really rocking with you like that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, basically to add to what That's the fellas were saying, I agree, man. You, you got to be careful who you give your, your advice to and who you help, man, because you don't know why that person came to you anyway. And listen, this is not to say that all oh, King K, Brainstorm, or, or even Q don't like to help because actually all three of these guys I've reached out to at the very beginning when I was in Indy. No, 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 don't don't speak for me, nigga. I don't like doing the shit. You helped so, me, though. You helped me, though. Hey, <laughs> so damn it, you, let me talk. You helped me you when I went to Indiana. My cousin, first off. Well, true, we family. But still, you yes, ain't have to help. Family don't even help each up. other. But, but see, here's the thing, though. This is what I people to think is the fact that I love doing this shit. No motherfucker, I don't. So that means that okay. when I actually do it, <laughs> you should 
really appreciate and I do because so I thank don't you like doing me. this shit okay well thank you well thank you for helping me and for them other people fuck you he ain't gonna help you so brainstorm I reached out to brainstorm at the beginning thank you for your support of course Q helped me with my software on my laptop when I went to Dallas early February uh, of this year so so again all three of y'all thank you so but yeah on, on the other end if no yeah if if, if 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 you come to someone a certain way and you don't feel like they're worthy of your time or you feel they're got something up they sleeve follow your gut and hey tell them to keep it moving right i mean it is it is kind of hard to decipher on uh you know who's who's just a roaching ass no never mind but uh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i, I, I about to say <laughs> let it out <laughs> That was hey, a good I'm question. Trying, you know, I'm, I'm, nah, nah, I'm still gonna say nigga all the time, but it's okay. Hey, you on the flagrant too, man? Yeah, don't, don't, exists. don't be shy, not exactly. Oh man, good but, question. I, mean, Look, I can this. say this. I have. I, Go ahead. Now I was gonna say I have helped uh, uh, some people jump their podcast or you know equipment and stuff like that. Like I had actually a couple people in Dallas that she reached out to me. And they were like, "Hey, man, we did your show and all this stuff. I'm trying to start one. You know, what, what is it, some equipment you would suggest, stuff like that." So. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's the same thing. That's with me. That's same thing with me. Like even here in Cleveland, I used to work with where you know he was. He's doing a podcast, and he's been, you know he's asked me you know multiple times about different things and you know what we're using and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, and I I got no problem helping because I mean I see the work you out here doing anyway. I already see you out here you know doing your podcast thing. And, they, and also he came at us in a way, and or he came at me in a way where it was like, all right, just you know just real respectful. Like yo, I did y'all show. I, I I like the way y'all do it, you know, and just ask. I I can get with that. I, why would I hate on something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Man, this, this, there's a book here. I cannot remember the name of it to say the life for me, uh, say the life. But um, something that I learned from it that I think goes hand in hand with almost anything. He was talking about building um, great personal relationships. I think this was the, the uh, uh, gain friends and influence people by uh, something. Something I can't remember the author, but he was mm-hmm. saying like when you go into a business deal, you have to go into this deal offering something right you can't just go into it saying i want this and i want that you have to go into it offering and that kind of confirmed who i am as a person like i don't like to just ask for anything i like to like if you give me something i have to give you something Mm -hmm. it won't sit right with me if i don't give you something in return right right yeah you know so once i read that and then i studied it more and then i figured out how to execute it the right way Listen, people, the listeners, whatever, if you want help from anybody, first put yourself in a position to be able to offer something to that person. Mm -hmm. So that way, even if you are a stranger and this person does not know you, what you have to offer has value. So they will listen to you. True. You know, nobody likes a fucking leech. Nobody likes just a nobody likes that shit i don't give a fuck how dope your album is nigga get that shit out my face (laughs) (laughs) like don't try and force no shit on me nigga talking about how you finna help me nigga just do this nigga i'm telling you nigga we gonna be on bitch i don't know you yeah your delivery your delivery is important you're right your delivery (laughs) and how you approach that person is important you know, so get you something to offer somebody before you get into a position to start asking somebody for something. You know, especially if you don't know that person. And I've had people who's who uh, I want things from that I know that can help me, but I'm not in a position to give them something that mm. they want. So I haven't been even approached them with this yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's maturity that's right there, dog. You need some help, man. Listen, yeah. put yourself in a position first to be able to offer something. 
Man, that's in relationships and anything, actually. Hey, okay, King K, go ahead. You in your zone, dog. Hey, look, look. Come on. All right, come on now. You know, you know everybody out here on some one sided stuff sometimes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way. That's 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 human nature, though, man. I was telling my old lady this. Shit. I said, when you come to me about something I did wrong, my human instinct is to say fuck that and fuck you. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that is the human instinct. But maturity comes into play when you're able to be like, all right, I wonder why are they really saying I this. see that, man. I, I, I love and it, man. Your feelings that up and be like, you know what? They right. They right. I need to I need to get my shit together because she ain't she ain't tripping. I'm just being defensive. So it is human nature to be so. Nah, you, you hit her with that. You know what this was when you said I do. Now you want me to <laughs> now get your ass in there and make that goddamn chicken the way I like it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, Brian Storm, man. You got an old lady, Brian Storm? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, everybody know our situation, at least with mine. You yeah, know, because I yeah. do not do my show back at the end of last. But uh, we, we've been rocking. We, we've been. Uh, uh, Y'all back together? Time. Yeah, essentially. Congratulations. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mo Lou uh, back in the swing. You know, yeah, because right. everybody knows I did that one show. And then, uh, yeah, so I, we might have to, have to have a part two coming with that show. Man. Uh, you going to put her on it? I don't That'd be dope. No, you know she said that, that uh, she asked about being on the show once, like like if I do something like that, and I'm like I don't know, um, I, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I might have to produce something real short. Good question, nigga. If King you K. do not put her on now, nigga, they, <laughs> the women are going to be on that episode, nigga. That's gonna be your bird, man, nigga. Facts. That's gonna be your respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. We, we may we may see how that works down the line, but uh, but yeah, if if it happens, I'm pretty sure it, it'd be one. We'll just drop it like midweek. You know, like a little mm-hmm. bonus or something. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's what we just started doing. We got a uh, we got a whole news series inside of our uh, podcast, and we've only done we've only put up two. I think we have about four episodes though, and it's mm-hmm. called "A Man Must Submit." Mm-hmm. Right? So these are shows that we do after we get done recording our show. So we be fucked up drunk by the time we <laughs> record this show. But I think unfiltered, un- apologetic. That probably be. That'll probably be one of the ones that I might turn into the YouTube. There you go. Shit or something. Yeah. I think about it. I like that's that's the beauty of our podcast thing. I'll I, I be sitting thinking about how just how everybody's show has grown so much. You know, like you, you said, you got on mm-hmm. you know that you're doing. I mean, um, yeah, I know we've had talks about doing something else, um, like a, a second type of show or whatever that mm-hmm. um, we would do maybe maybe a couple of months or something like that. But just again, like I said, it's the growth. I mean, it's I mean, y'all out here, Q, Q and Murphy, y'all out here on multiple shows and different avenues whatever it's just it, it's, it's we didn't sit there and keep doing the same thing and keep like I, I was just telling the fellas a couple weeks ago like we gotta it's it's, it's so monotonous yeah we can show up on sunday uh, record a show on sunday put the show out on tuesday show up on sunday record put the show out on tuesday whatever that's but at some point you're gonna lose your enthusiasm because you're doing the same thing week after mm-hmm. week you gotta to, to present the show in a different way or, or make you know fresh topics or whatever i mean that's why even even the way i put the show out now I, i've been trying to do different or whatever just because you got to break up that monotony like i said and that's all a part of growth mm-hmm. I, I like that i appreciate that yeah. too man that's dope man that's we had a motherfucker hit us up on twitter telling us some yeah what's up drunk and nice can we submit a song or what's up with song submissions or some shit like that <laughs> and i'm like i don't think this nigga know what a podcast is like right like, yeah nigga this is not a radio station or <laughs> shit like that. but i end up talking to the fellas i'm like look we gonna let dude send his song I'm going to play it on the show and then we're going to judge this shit. So if y'all with it, then I'm with it. If y'all don't want to do it, then fuck them. So they said they was with it. So uh, this Sunday, nice. some nigga sent us his song. <laughs> I was like, look, 
don't listen to this song because it's in we all uh, grouped in one email. So I'm like, don't listen to the song until Sunday because I want authentic expressions. So, right. so yeah, and that's what I'm gonna see how that goes. You trash, we gonna let you know. Yeah, yeah I told him that. Like, if you trash, man, I'm gonna let you know. I'm 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 shitty. Into 40 characters because I wanted to say a lot more. I really wanted to <laughs> discourage him. I really did. I wanted him to think twice about sending a song. Like, don't do it, especially with me. And I'm an artist and a producer. Yes, Nigga, you don't are. send me no whack ass shit. So that leads to this suggestion in. I, I, so our listeners, just like you said, King K, it took a listener for y'all to do something different. And if y'all get a good response from your core of listeners, that might be something y'all can add to y'all show. Yeah, I'm gonna see how it goes because you can't just keep a motherfucker can't just keep sending out whack ass songs. Boy, I don't want to hear that shit. So I'm, I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm having to think now. At what point during our show do I play this song? Like, I say the beginning. At what point man. should we just start it off? I would do and just that, get man. it over with. Like, yep, exactly. And if it, if it suck, y'all can roast mm-hmm. him for the first 10, 15 minutes and talk about other music that suck or one hit wonders. But sure. then. Here's great marketing though. You put it at the end of the show, and if th- this is something that people anticipates, most of the time they're gonna listen to the show True. to get to that part, or they're gonna fast forward to that part, and you get that listen counted anyway. Uh-huh. True. Either way. Know, so it's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I listen to uh, fucking. Uh, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this a black chat, and it's strictly for uh, music producers Mm-mm. and at the end of it and they, they interview actual uh, music producers and shit too like uh, they got Cool from Cool and Dre on there they got Brian Cox they got a gang of motherfuckers that they interview strictly about production and at, at the end you can uh, submit beats and they critique your shit and break it down and tell you if they like it or not and that's really one of the only that listen to it and when I find out at the end of the show that they are not going to be doing that I really feel like I just wasted my fucking time and I'll right. be shitting. <laughs> like, this is the only reason I listen to you bitches. Right. You know, so. Hey, they got you. They yeah. did. Them motherfucker got my listen. I was like, I reclaim my listen. <laughs> reclaim. <laughs> Hashtag reclaim. Yeah, I know that's a big uh, push right now to reclaim my time. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Reclaim your time. <laughs> yes. Uh, Maxine Waters with the bars. Oh. <laughs> Shit. No, that's what's up, man. What else we got? About to end? We about to end this shit out, cuz? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before we end, I want to make sure I say this. I want to give a huge shout out to my Drunken Night brothers, man, because this show wouldn't be what it is without Brother to the Night and Swoop, man. I love them niggas. Them is my motherfuckers on and off air. I have to give a big shout out to them and for the fact that I just came with them with this fucking idea. and They just said, fuck it. And here we are now. So I love and appreciate y'all, man. Right on for riding with that's it. Oh, yeah, I was waiting like this more. I was saying some more. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's what's up, man. Yes, sir. And you yeah. want to get your social handles too, well, Uh Yeah, y'all can find the Drunken Nights on anywhere that you consume podcasts, except for our heart, because they don't like to, like who we say, pussy on uh, titles and stuff. But oh, anywhere okay. that you consume podcasts, just look up Drunken Nights podcast, uh, the Drunken Nights podcast. Y'all can email us at Drunken Podcast at Gmail. Find us on Instagram at 3Drunken Nights underscore Twitter at 3Drunken Nights talk y'all shit we talk shit back we, we love y'all fucking with us but if you ain't fuck you you bitch <laughs> <laughs> I love it they got the signature uh, sign offs huh. <laughs> oh man so I guess, all right, I guess I'll go next so uh, you know I have to do the same you know shout out to everybody who rocked with us uh, all my co-hosts VJ Kayla on uh, Chopping Over Q partner uh eric with the tcd media network 
even uh, my man uh, Deronimo the Don and Picture Perfect Ash and Nicole on Talking Thirty. Hey, all of the people out there are dope. Y'all go follow. Hey, I appreciate it. Even Murph, you know, I worked with Murph a few times, and hey, I, you know, I appreciate everybody in the fam, though, man. All y'all doing y'all thing, and I think we have kind of created a good support system. And as long mm-hmm. as we continue to do that, I think we gonna we gonna be all right. Yes, sir. But um, now if y'all want to follow me and all that stuff on Twitter, Instagram, that's a uh, or Q underscore the underscore great. You want to follow the uh, network? That's the TCD Media Network on Twitter. Uh, also, make sure to check out all our shows on Spreaker. Uh, we are on iHeart. <laughs> hey! now, I don't think you listen to all of them, but put us on there. <laughs> um, then, you know, you also check out the Talking 30 every Monday live, 8 to 10, uh, CST. Call in 214-717-4827. Call in, talk noise, all stuff. And that's on the afterparty.com on the B side. And uh, other than that, man, you can catch the podcast on any place you find podcasts. Nice. Man, you got to take a nap after doing your rundown. <laughs> <man>. you <won't. laughs> Go to bed, Q. Get some rest. Right. Do it again. Right. Oh, also, also the, the pie panel. My bad. Check them out, too. Now I'm done. <laughs> That's a whole other thing we didn't even get into. That's a whole other thing that y'all doing, too, man. That, that thing is rocking. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is Brainstorm, man, from the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. Y'all always see it, DMST. When y'all hear on other uh, on other shows, DMST, that's what they mean, Drunk Sober Thoughts. So, shout out to the partners on the show with me, Paco and Playboy, man. Uh, thank everybody that rocked with us on our Facebook Live every single Sunday, man. And we're going to keep doing that. Our show will keep being out every Tuesday, SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, we'll be in a few more areas soon. And then if you want to follow me, DJ Brainstorm, the number four. You and that's on all social media, so I'm easy to find. And shout out to Murph too, man, because it's the second time I, I got to do a flagrant too with you, man. So appreciate shout out to you, that. man. You over there working and doing, and so shout out to you also. I oh, appreciate that, man. Shout out to all hey, of y'all too, up, man. What's up, up, bro? What's up? up? Before we end, I want to ask you this. What's up? What the fuck made you do so many different shows? The the reason why I've done a lot of shows because I feel like I got a lot to talk about, whether it's being an no, entrepreneur, saying, like the flagrant you got down with the dms you got uh why, why not, not sports, sports which man. is i'm assuming the umbrella show right yes sir that's the day that's my okay. baby right there though yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Bread so, butter. like was it just to like uh divert diversify your funds or was this like <laughs> like i want to be this person on this show i want to be this person on this show like split up my character and who i am yeah different shows that's a good question um, a combination of everything, man, because I, I didn't want to be labeled as a sports guy because I know I am a husband. I do have kids. You know, I am in the real world, so I know it's more to me than sports. The Flagrant 2, a uh, special shout-out again to Paco, man, and also, again, thank you, Paco, for uh, bringing up the idea to link up with these brothers to do something uh, close to, you know, just having at least three of, you know, the top producers in this podcast game. But, yeah, Paco hit me up. Man was like, yo, you need to, you know, more than sports. So that's when the flagrant two came about. And then, you know, how we grew up, we know people that cuss and they still drop gems. So I wanted the flagrant two to be a platform. So when I do head back to the crib, you know, our people can be themselves and, you know, I can upload it to the world without it being any issues. And then down with the DMs was just, it was just something, man, that again, how my creative mind go and all of you guys are producers. So guess what? If y'all got an idea, like you said with your crew, hey man, this dude, you know, released a, uh, wanted us to play a song. You kind of, you know, you thought about it, and y'all doing the same with with, with down with the DMs with Derek Moore, aka Penrose Eames, aka Mr. Poetry in Motion. Don't throw rocks at us, but it was just something I I, I, I just thought about, <laughs> man. And, <laughs> and he said, yeah, that would be cool, and man, and yeah, but all of them, I do, they do give me, um, allow me to be three different people in a way. Again, me and Brainstorm said this best, man. It's about entertainment, man. I believe I am an entertainer now. I'm still being myself. So if you meet me outside of this microphone, 
you get to see how I really am. So, I mean, I just think the more we can saturate the market, the more opportunities present itself. Man, I've been able to meet with with some dope people. I got some future events that I'm going to with dope people that's legendary and that's credible in, in their field, man. And I think the more I saturate it, the more opportunities uh, open up. And then Charlemagne the God, I, I read uh, some of his book. I haven't read it all, but you have to create your own opportunities. And I believe the more platforms I have is creating an opportunity for me to basically do this for a living, man, and not work for the man and I can work for myself. True that. Just being honest, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Hey, oh, uh, Merck, can I, Merck, can I plug one more thing? Go ahead. Oh, all right. So uh, I just want to tell everybody, you know, if you're in the Dallas area or if you're able to come up to Dallas, uh, we will be doing a live uh, a live show with Talking 30 on August 17th at Buzz Brews in Debellum. So if you're in that area, it's going to start at about 730, come through probably in about nine. But he's going to do a live show for everybody, get some, you know, participation in the crowd and everything like that. So it's, it's going to be pretty, pretty dope. Good bet, shit. Good bet, shit. Bet, bet. I got a, I got a last question, too. I know we're in an hour and 30 some shit, but. Dude, is there anything that y'all hear about the drunken nights that y'all think would stop us from going mainstream? Like, is there anything that y'all hear from us? I would say this that y'all think we should improve on. Damn, oh, to the world, King K. Shit, man, it's gonna be. I like this. That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna I'm let the fellas go first. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I guess I was. I would ask, what part of mainstream do y'all mean? Because look, we we already doing this podcast thing so we control everything we say and, and how we put it out there so i mean if you ever had to do something where you like said you were in radio or something like that where you couldn't just you know that wasn't internet radio like if it was like mainstream radio then i feel like something like that would actually kind of dilute what exactly you're filter I'm not everything you wouldn't be able yeah. to do it um uh, uh i know um uh, some you know in our past we had something that we were hope, hoping would come to us or whatever but um one of the first things that was kind of look he's in uh you know mainstream radio and uh, like that was the one of the first things he said. It's like, oh, these guys curse a lot, you know. So I, I, that's that's what I would say. I mean, if y'all talk about doing something like internet radio or something like that, I think I think if anybody wanted to fuck with all fuck with y'all, they would because they listen to the show and obviously something about the show they already. What about those like. guys that's on so, Viceland? What's their name? Yeah. Oh, Demero. Yeah. yeah. See, I can classify them, yeah. you know, in that category. So they basically doing what they want to do, and they were unapologetic right. and unfiltered. Right. Yeah. yeah, so like I said, like I said, I mean, I guess, do it. You you can you can you can make it fit for like something that you have to do like that TV or or mainstream radio, but you know it, it takes some work to me to do it that way. Yeah, man. man could y'all say, niggas do what uh, Joe? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Q. No, I was gonna say it just depends on what type of radio. Like you said, if you're trying to get on something like serious or where where you know you don't have to be edited, then it could work. But if you're trying to get into FM, then yeah, you're gonna change some things up and certain things you can't say anymore. I think if that was the case, I, I would be content with us forever being like three six, <laughs> the underground legends. Never like didn't really get there, but will forever be legends. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Shoot, I'll take oh, that title. Yeah. Any UGK. Day. Facts. Yeah, it's another one. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Eight ball so, and JG. God damn it! I was gonna say. Hey. something. I forgot it. All right. There you go. If it come back to you, man, you good. Hey, man. Like like we said on the show, if it's sometimes, when do you end the show? But if it's if it's something that's Coming up and you you pick up, hey shit, go for it. I mean, you know, right? So, hey, that's all. I support you, bro. We gotta do this shit some more, though, man. We got we gotta do this shit some more. We yeah, we gotta have a cut too. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. No doubt, man. Y'all know how we do it. Regular thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hey, man, dope, dope show, man. For real. Again, thank y'all, man, for man, just asking some dope questions amongst peers. 
uh, amongst each other and then just also man just building that camaraderie i think uh the biggest thing man to to, to what we said we we can help people that really want to be helped but just don't think that we just gonna you know be boo boo the fool and just oh sure let's help you now because we all work for a living we all you know again produce shows and been doing it for a long time so if you do come to one of us basically you know as a as a nightcap of the show just make sure you give us something that can benefit us as well so it can be a mutual type of uh relationship or at least business deal so um yeah man we're definitely gonna do a part two and again king k brainstorm or q if y'all got something you know you definitely got the floor because i'm about to end this puppy by giving my social tag so I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. If not, yeah, you know, you can do your thing. But y'all, man, email isdmurf at yahoo.com, Twitter and IG at isdmurf. You can find the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, as well as Apple Podcasts. Thank y'all very much for tuning in. And y'all know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out Man, it's a grind Don't lose the vision Fight the good fight Ah, uh, D-Murph, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men I Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause of brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rocking with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya